Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Let us pray. We thank you, God, for this time together, this time to hear your word proclaimed. We ask now that you may fill us with your spirit so that we may fill your world with love. In Jesus' name, amen. This morning, I did not want to get out of bed. Any of y'all? It was so cozy in my bed and cold, and so I hit snooze, and then I hit snooze again about 12 times later. I finally got up, and after being up for a few minutes, I realized something. I was in a great mood, super mood. I, I, I saw my wife lying in bed. Well, I saw her silhouette. It was still dark in the room, but I, I saw her lying there, and I was just thankful for her. And then I got ready, and I'm walking down the hallway, and both of the bedroom doors in the hallway are closed, which reminded me that both of my daughters were home. My youngest actually didn't spend the night out last night, and my, young, my oldest was home from college because we went to a wedding yesterday. And so all four of us were there, and that just doesn't happen very often anymore. And so that was great. And then, you know, I, I went out, and, you know, every, all my clothes were ready. They were clean. That's always a good thing. Great way to start the day. Went outside and it was cold, and I love it when it's cold. You know, it's just nice. And then, you know, I sat in my car, and there was frost on the windows, and the car heated up really quickly, and so I was off. And then as I'm pulling in the church parking lot, you know, I just I see Pisgah, and, and this, is, this is the absolute truth. I just felt thankful. You know, thankful for all of you that, and that I get to do ministry with you and for you, and it's just such a blessing. And I was just I felt great this morning, you know? You ever feel like that? Just thankful for stuff. Thankful for the people in your life. Thankful for the things that you have. It's just a great feeling. Think about that for a minute. Think about what you're thankful for today. Got it? Can you imagine that? Does it make you feel great? Now, all of that is temporary. It will all go away. Way to burst your bubble on a Sunday morning, right? But it's the truth. The relationships that you have, every single one of them, will, will go away at some point. One way or the other. People move away. People have arguments. People die. You will die. All the things that you have, that car that you love, you never know it. You may go out to the parking lot and it doesn't start. Or someone's stolen it, right? That house you have, eventually the air conditioner is going to break down, although I do know a guy for that. And there's a roof that is going to need to be replaced and the stuff in it, you know? Everything in your life, your job, your stuff, your relationships, it's all temporary. That's what you came to church here this morning, wasn't it? great news but isn't that also exactly what Jesus was telling his disciples one of them was apparently in a great mood you know he's looking at the temple and this is a temple that he's probably seen almost every day of his life I mean this is the center of Jerusalem kind of hard to miss and he says look teacher what great stones and what great buildings and Jesus response is yeah, you see those? It's all going to be torn down. Not one stone's going to be left on another. 
And let me tell you, folks, that would be horrible news. Because imagine the things that you treasure most in life. And for them, it was the temple. And they were great stones and great buildings. In fact, the temple was, was 1,600 feet by 900 feet. That's almost a third of a mile wide. And the stones, many of them were over 100 tons. Can you imagine how, how much ingenuity it would have taken to get them in place? I mean, they didn't have the cranes that we've got today. I mean, just the, just the engineering behind it all to put them together. Some of those things were like 44 by 16 by 11. I mean, these massive stones. And Jesus says they're all going to be torn down. But it's not just the stones that, that were significant for them. It was the temple itself. Because for them, this was not only the center of Jerusalem. It was the center of their lives. And most importantly, it was the center of their faith. For Jews in that day, God lived in the temple in Jerusalem. That was God's house. Now, I know we talk about the church being God's house. No, 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 no. They believed that God resided in the Holy of Holies of that temple. And it was gorgeous. I mean, imagine like marble floors and golden pillars. And uh, I mean, just this something we can't even begin to think about is how beautiful this, this was. And for them, it was everything. And Jesus said it was going away. And so they had some questions about this, but, but Jesus took it a step further. He said, you know, there's going to be people here that say, I am he. There's going to be people going around that you are going to, to latch on to, that you're going to want to follow. Don't. And then he said, there's going to be wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes and famines. This is only the beginning. And what Jesus was saying there is, Everything is temporary. Everything will go away. But there is more to that story, right? And we know there's more to that story. Because while all earthly things may be temporary, we know that we have the promise that the kingdom is eternal. Earthly things are temporary, but the kingdom is eternal. We have that promise that no matter what happens here, there's always there. There's always that other side. And so even though our earthly relationships, yes, will come to an end. Even though that job we love one day will stop. Because A, we'll get fired. Or B, we'll quit. Or we'll find another job. Or we'll move away. Or the business will close. Or we'll retire. But it's temporary, right? But the kingdom is forever. And so... If everything we've got on earth, all of our stuff, all of our relationships are temporary. But the kingdom is eternal. What does that say about our priorities? What should be the most important thing in our lives? As it says in Matthew, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God. And, and, and so that, my friends, is what we have to do. Our priority is the kingdom. And everything else is secondary. Because if the kingdom is our priority, the one thing that's eternal, when the other things come to an end, and they will, we know that we still have something to look forward to. 
And so that's what I want to encourage you to do today. And, and so how do we make that a priority? Well, again, we talk about this all the time. It goes back to the six signs of living. We praise God. We show up for church. It's wonderful. I told Quentin this morning because we had a, a nice crowd um, in the early service. We got a pretty good crowd in, in here too. I told Quentin, I was like, hey, welcome to Pisgah. It's finally, it's like we're starting to come back again, you know? But even if you're not here, watch online, you know, worship God. Spend time every day praying. And then increase your faith. Read your Bible. Show up for Sunday school when we've got it or look at it online or one of our many Bible studies. Spend time in the Word of God and increasing your faith. Step up. You know, you've been given certain gifts. Use them in ministry. Use them to glorify God. Give generously. Everything you have belongs to God. All the temporary stuff that you've been given, it all belongs to God. So feel free to give it. That's what discipleship is. Accept everyone. Look, there's a lot of different people out there. There's some people that you may not get along with. There's some people that, that you may not agree with. It doesn't matter. You accept them. Because they are beloved children of God just like you. And lastly, help others. I mean, we know how to do that. If you see somebody you need, you help them. And when we build that relationship, when we focus on the kingdom rather than on the earthly stuff, that makes all the difference. And I can prove it. I can prove it by your example. See, some of the folks here have been coming to Pisgah Maybe their whole lives, maybe for many, many years. And here's the thing. You probably don't realize how different and special this place is. If you've been coming here your whole life and you haven't been anywhere else, you really don't know. But the truth is, when I was interviewing here, Mr. Glenn Clamp was, he was the head of the, the call committee. And so he was showing me around. And he took me through here. He took me back there. And then he took me to the new addition that is on the other end, and he took me upstairs. And you know what was up there? Nothing. It was concrete floor, uh, and I think there was a closet off, but nothing had been done. Well, I take that back. There were Halloween decorations up there for the fall festival that they used to have, but that was it. And he told me, he said, you know, when we built this addition, we realized we didn't need it yet, but we would. We would need it one day. And then he showed me the retention pond in the back, and it's apparently three times bigger than it needs to be. And he said, well, that's because we're not done growing yet. Most churches, and then some of you may not realize this, most churches don't think that way. They build for what's now. They build for today. They're not worried about tomorrow because, you know, well, tomorrow, well, that, what's that got to do with me? We build for now. We buy for now. We, we do everything for now. Pisgah doesn't look like doesn't think that way that they don't worry about change coming and you know why because one summer day in 1980 lightning struck the building and burned the parish building to the ground the building that many of them had confirmation in Sunday school in for a while they actually worshiped in there this was an important building to their faith it was an important building in their lives and in one day it was gone and when you've experienced something like that, when you've experienced something earthly going away, you realize what's truly important. And what's truly important isn't the buildings 
that we have. It, it isn't what great stones they are. It's the people inside and the work that we're being called to do. So when we refocus our priorities in life on what's truly important, on, on kingdom living, well, that's when things change, my friends. That's when we, we are able to get past the, the little petty differences that we have going on in our world right now and we can look forward to the future we can look ahead to where God is calling us to go knowing that in the end God is calling us to be with him amen